Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Thursday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down two cents at 5.55 and a quarter. January soybeans up a half cent at 12.50 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat down two at 7.57 and three quarters. December Kansas City wheat down three and a quarter at 7.79 and a half. December spring wheat is up four cents at 10.26. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or review if you you have not already, especially on that Apple app. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you like the channel, make sure you subscribe or like the video, subscribe to the channel. Help me to continue to grow this thing. We are well over 3,000 subscribers. I think we can get up to 5,000. So certainly help me to do that. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan in the upper right-hand corner. Check, check out this subscription service, guys, $49.99 a month. I'll send you my morning email every business day right before 6.30 a.m. Central Time. You'll be made aware of every overnight headline of importance, all sorts of interesting charts, graphics, weather information, grain marketing information, all of my grain marketing recommendations broken down by crop, by crop year, by percentage, tracked every single day. My subscriber-only videos and content are very popular, so check this deal out, guys. Cancel it at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Won't try to sell you anything else. The corn market posted some fresh highs yesterday, so in the nearby December uh, 21 contract. We posted our best close since August 18th. Um, so not a bad um, looking action. And this is the December 22 contract that I've got up on the screen here. Uh, this was a fresh contract high close for the December 22 corn. Um, a lot of people are talking about the acreage situation for next year already. And a lot of people believe that the acreage battle for 2022 has already begun. And if that's the case, I'd probably make the argument that at least in regard to the market, markets, uh, corn is winning the acreage battle right now in regard to the markets. Now, there are other factors here. So you look at these 22 corn, we've done nothing but trend higher here, fresh contract high close yesterday, right? You look at Nov 22 beans, we've been sideways uh, to lower, not really anything great in terms of price action here. And then you look at the ratio, this is kind of an ugly chart that I just threw to get threw together this morning. But typically when this this corn soybean ratio is below like 2.4 to 1 or 2.5 to 1 depending on who you ask, it favors more corn. So we're in an environment here when it comes to this ratio where uh, the market itself like, like typically this ratio will favor corn versus beans in regard to planting. Now, farmers don't look at this ratio, in my opinion. Farmers look at different things. They look at uh, cost of production. They look at uh, input availability, especially in a year like this. They look at acreage rotation, all sorts of different factors. I don't think farmers actually look at this rotation. I think they look at what works on their farm. So this ratio would indicate to a lot of people that well, just in a vacuum, this ratio would say, hey, uh, we'll plant more corn acreage. But then you throw this whole fertilizer uh, situation and input cost situation into the mix. Uh, we know that that input costs uh, in regard to corn specifically are going to rise drastically, drastic increases in input costs for corn next year. And that's led a lot of people to believe that despite this ratio, which favors corn, it's led a lot of people to believe that corn is going to lose a whole bunch of acres in 2022 uh, in the United States. States. I've seen estimates indicating that uh, corn acreage in the U.S. may fall by 2 million, 3 million, 4 million next year, despite the fact that uh, the economics favor corn. And a lot of that goes back to the input cost, fertilizer cost type deal. So this is a moving target. We don't know exactly what the acres will be. Um, I'll show you what my customers said. Um, I did a survey 
of all my subscribers last week, 63% of them told me that there would be no change in their uh, rotation when it came to corn and soybeans. 21% said more soybeans, 16% said more corn. So uh, this, uh, in a vacuum, this survey, and keep in mind, I'm just a little guy, I, I run a very small business, but this, uh, to me, and, and I consider my subscribers to be reliable, uh, they're all over the country, uh, this indicates to me that you're not going to see that drastic shift away from corn acreage. That's what I that's what I was told by my subscribers. Is this accurate or not? I do not know. We'll find out, but uh, that's what I know about the situation as of right now. I think a lot of guys told me that they just you know typically don't stray from rotation. A lot of guys locked up uh, fertilizer and input costs early. Um, there were certainly some people that are going to switch acres out of corn, but I don't know if it's going to be as widespread as what some people have indicated. But in any case, uh, this is a moving target. U.S. ethanol production was the second best on record last week, 1.106 million barrels per day. That was up about a percentage point on the week, up 18% versus the same week last year, up 10% versus the same week in 2019. Uh, we just missed an all-time high by a hair of uh, the previous all-time high 1.108 uh, million barrels from December of 2017. Ethanol production margins, guys, are fantastic across the country. They have encouraged stronger production in recent weeks. Ethanol stocks uh, were down on the week by uh, almost a full percent and remain at seasonally low levels, implying that uh, there's strong demand for ethanol. So I think that uh, this is a big positive for the corn market, the fact that we're grinding a lot of corn for ethanol. And I think this is going to remain a positive. We've got some rains moving across uh, some of the corn belt here, Minnesota, Iowa, uh, Missouri. Uh, the system is essentially the same system that we were looking at yesterday, and it continues to push its way east. So you've got quite a bit of rain on the radar. This is not real heavy stuff in Iowa. Some of this stuff in, in Illinois here um, in this eastern to southeastern areas is heavier. Uh, this thing's going to make its way east and uh, and hit some of the eastern areas of the Corn Belt here uh, tomorrow and into, into the weekend. Now, following this system, there's really not a whole lot in terms of follow-up, uh, mostly dry through the first week in November, barring maybe some southern areas of the Corn Belt and uh, some far eastern areas. Dry weather may impact uh, winter wheat crops in Russia and the Ukraine also. Uh, they've got better conditions than a year ago, but a lot of areas have been pretty dry here the last several weeks. Uh, despite that dry start, most well-followed groups are anticipating a big bump in production versus last year. Sova Econ is a well-followed group. They've got the crop pegged at 80.7 million, which would be up from 75.5 uh, this past year. Previous record was 85.3 from 2020. Crude oil has corrected lower this week. Spot month WTI futures trade near $81 per barrel this morning. They peaked at about 81 and a half on Monday. Uh, government data indicated a surprise jump in crude oil inventories. Uh, crude stocks grew by 4.3 million barrels. Analysts expected an increase of only 1.9. Some traders also concerned about rising COVID cases overseas Europe, China, Russia, places like that. Prices at the pump, of course, have not budged. AAA said that the national average gas price yesterday Day was three dollars and forty cents a gallon. That's up from three nineteen a month ago and up from two fifteen one year ago. Uh, the all time high in terms of that national uh, average price was four eleven in July of two thousand eight. Here's an interesting story. Um, I think that I think this bears watching, even though some of you guys might think it's crazy. El Salvador bought more Bitcoin yesterday. Last month, El Salvador became the first country to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender. So in Bit in El Salvador, you can pay your tax 
taxes with Bitcoin. You can buy things at stores with Bitcoin. Uh, it's legal tender. Uh, they bought another 420 Bitcoin on Wednesday. They now hold a total of 1,120 Bitcoins in total. That's about $66 million worth at today's price of $61,000. The country has built a network of Bitcoin ATMs. They have introduced their own digital Bitcoin wallet app. This is a grand experiment uh, in economics that is uh, absolutely worth watching, 100%. We have a uh, export sales report this morning. Corn sales expected 800 to 1.3, soybeans 1.2 to 2 million even. Wheat sales expected 200 to 550. Remember, tomorrow is first uh, uh, notice day for November soybean futures. If you have long positions in particular, make sure you're out by the close of business today in order to avoid delivery risk. The cattle market was higher in the fat cattle. I think the rally in the corn market uh, resulted in the sell-off in the feeder cattle market. We'll see if we can find some footing there today. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is marginally higher. The S&P is up 14. The Dow's up 65. Bonds about flat. Uh, crude oil not below 81 bucks. 80.96 last in the December WTI. Um, that's down a dollar seventy. Everybody have a great day. I'll talk to you guys Friday morning.